Hello everybody and welcome back to Discerning Consciousness. I'm your host Ant and once again I'm joined by our resident shamanic practitioner and counsellor Heather Heaton. Hello again Ant. Thank you for joining us and today uh, you join us for part three of our new serialisation called Walk a Mile in My Moccasins. Now um, if you want to find out more about this series we go into detail in part one don't we Heather? So we... Yes, yeah, full explanation with um, lots of um, information. Mm, mm. So just to basically give a little precede version of what we mean by this phrase, it really relates to the fact that um, Heather, <coughs> Heather and I were having discussions um, about um, questions and queries that she um, gets commonly asked by clients that come to you. Yes. And then we thought, well, wouldn't it be interesting to share these um, with our listeners? And then you, you came to me and you were speaking what at first appeared to be like a, a, um, a Native American phrase, but we lastly found out wasn't, uh, which was originally called walk a mile in his moccasins, but then we changed it to... We personalised it for ourselves. We, we personalised it, yeah, for ourselves, <laughs> and we call it walk a mile in my moccasins, because really it kind of relates to so much of what we talk about on <laughs> discerning consciousness, doesn't it, Heather? Yes, yeah. Um, I think everything that we discuss that helps people look at um, them, themselves, their lives and, uh, and other people from a point of wisdom, understanding, healing, mm. uh, expansion, mm. <clears throat> all actually can relate to walk a mile mm. in my moccasins, even if, as for instance, the subject we're going to look at this evening doesn't seem to have a connection, mm. it's tenuous. But I don't don't think we need to explain, no, no. do we really? No. Other than just to go through the subject matter that might be interesting. Absolutely. For so we'll crack on with today's episode, mm -hmm. uh, which you'll be aware is called "I've Tried Manifestation. Why isn't it working for me?" So um, obviously we've chose the subject area of manif manifestation <coughs> because it is um, it's it's a huge area of interest within the uh, alternative New Age esoteric world. But what we, we're taking, we're just taking a, a snapshot, aren't we, Heather? Because we have this awareness that this is a huge area that we could talk for hours and hours and hours upon. But what we're going to, mm. um, what we decided to focus upon is this idea of why it might not be working, perhaps for our listeners. And mm. we're going to begin by looking at the law of attraction, aren't we, Heather? And mm. when we say the law of attraction, we're not talking about the film or the book, oh, no. just in case anyone well, gets ups upset. Um, there's a connection, of obviously, because it's to do with that subject, Yes, but we are not quoting no. or relating the film or the book. I, 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 we've, uh, the more we've looked into it, Ant, haven't mm. you found, that's where we found the subject matter got wider and wider and wider and wider, so obviously we can't do it. There's a lot of learning to do about this, mm. or teaching to do about this, but we've actually narrowed it down to just inform, mm. but we think from a slightly different angle. Mm. Mm. Yeah, mm. yeah. because what we're going to look at is essentially why, you know, in some instances, it doesn't work, you know, manifestation. Yes. Yeah. So we're going to go into a little bit of yeah. detail about that. Can I, can I say on that subject, you know, we've heard of people that have worked on manifesting something into their lives mm. we've heard stories of how it's worked yes i would like to propose 
that for every one person, every one story that we hear or anecdote we hear of where it worked, there's hundreds where it hasn't. Sure. And we don't get to hear those sure. failures, yeah. shall we say. <clears throat> and that's why we're talking about that area of it tonight. Absolutely. So I think today. what we'll begin with, um, Heather, is looking at, from our interpretation of how we've discussed before we came on air, what the sort of more superficial element of the law of attraction actually means um, because there's there is an everyday understanding but what we're looking at is well the more sort of superficial if that makes sense well um what i've come across very often and i think you have come across some of it too and haven't you that mm. um when people f first get to hear about the notion of the law of attraction and mm. <coughs> um, manifesting your dreams the initial um um proposals that people come up with is the ma more material side of life that they mm. can manifest mm. i mean i've heard a lot of of people uh trying to uh, i mean a lot of people in the alternative and esoteric world the healing world the alternative healing world etc spiritual world whatever you want to call it um they're 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 proposing to manifest a healing center um, a, a retreat centre. No, you don't, Heather. <laughs> Not now. <laughs> Maybe later. No. But the, uh, there's always... Um, or, or some people want to manifest their soulmate. Mm. Um, there's always this manifestation of... Um, maybe a better car mm. maybe a better uh, better house a mm. home or or a job job mm. would be a very common one um and so they're very much um out there in the materialistic world mm. uh, which is where i think a lot of people begin to mm. look at the um, area of manifestation so would you say then heather that um in <coughs> terms of me. the law of attraction <clears throat> as it's more commonly known it can be seen as a prescription to get what you want in your life in terms of the superficial uh, physical world. Uh, and it can be about manipulating the 3D in order to gain temporary pleasures. What do you think about that? <laughs> that sounds rather... Yeah. Yeah. Was that a quote from me? No. <laughs> from it's a hodgepodge of words. It sounds quite good. <laughs> hodgepodge of words. Yeah. Uh, no, um, yeah, well, what, what it is it's saying is that when we... When a lot of people start out on this knowledge of manifestation or law of attraction, it is trying to make, um, how can I make my life more enjoyable or more exciting or more interesting or yeah. more um, comfort zone-ish, mm. <coughs> if that's a word. <laughs> um, um, it's how can I do that? So we do direct it out there into the world to bring things towards us mm. of... Um, uh, of a nature that uh, I don't know because it it just it just shouts of oh, oh um um how would you like to make more money bring more money into your life I think that's mm. a very common one mm. when everything talks about the law of the attraction and many 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 authors etc will talk about it it's very often career minded mm. business uh, set up your ideal business and be successful. Mm. Um, be successfully popular, um, all sorts of things like that. Yes, and it is very much about let's draw that to me. I mean, can I just add... <coughs> Excuse me, I'm sorry, I've got a cough. <coughs> Why, from my perspective, I don't necessarily see that as a problem because we, we do live in a material world and you do need a certain level of 
material abundance to to live certainly uh, definitely um, um yes you're absolutely right so um it it isn't a matter of those things being wrong i no. always feel that that's where we all start when we understand sure. manifestation yeah but i think what happens as we go through wanting to manifest things that are of a, a more um um <laughs> it, it's hard to find the words but um more of um what the world in its uh, materialism can offer us mm. shall we say mm. um and <clears throat> it's possible some people do do manage to make this happen but i think it's a ser it's an important journey to go on it's it's part of the journey of understanding self it's walking walking through the experience mm. that we're looking for for life mm. on the way to finding out what really is important mm. because as we know no matter what um what uh, luxurious goods or comfort zones that we might find there um they can come and go and mm. sometimes they don't always please how mm. often have we heard of lottery winners that have ended up very very miserable or they've they, lost they've lost it all and they've lost all their friends they've mm. lost their family all sorts of things go wrong i know that's the big example that's often used but we uh, you know it doesn't happen to everybody like that at mm. all we know that too but um whatever anybody does with it not whatever anybody finds as they go through the process of trying to draw to them i think they find out primarily if they're looking a lot about themselves mm. Mm. and a lot about how life works mm. for them um what is interesting about the words um the law of law of attraction is it's, it's quite a modern phrase isn't it but really if we yes. think about manifestation in a broader sense really in essence it's it's magic I mean, really, that's magic. That's magic. That's magic. Yeah. But I mean, it's it's quite a modern phrase, but essentially, what we're dealing with is is magic. And so, the law of attraction is is nothing new. And I believe yeah. you've done a little bit of research into uh, quite a well known author. Yeah. And you've got a quote there that's quite interesting in terms of seeing mm. manifestation in more its traditional, more historic way as mm. being magic. This knowledge has been known for a long time. Mm. And I think, I think m m modern times people don't think of it as, shall we say, um, highlighted as 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 a capital M for magic yeah. and doing magic, because in, in 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 many holistic areas now we find that the thought of doing magic mm. is occultish, mm. and occultish has got a very negative connotation to sure. it. Yeah. But the interesting thing is it manifestation law of attraction used to be called magic and working magic mm. it used to be and there was no negative mm. connected to it at all it was understanding well it's very clearly put out mm. in a chapter um in a book written by who was a very famous lady mm. dolores ashcroft mm -hmm. um she's written this book with a j h brennan mm -hmm. It's called Magical Use of Thought Forms. Mm -hmm. Now, I will tell you, this actually is Law of Attraction. Mm. So no matter what any holistically people like to think, that they're far removed from the so-called negative magic, mm. Law of Attraction is the magic, um, the magical. I would, I, would, I would quite like to read you 
um, just a paragraph here yeah. in one of the chapters of this book, I think which clears up what I'm saying, um, makes it very, very clear, shall I say. <clears throat> um, are we okay with that? It's called, it's under, sure. um, um, right, the composition of astral matter, because this is what it's about. Most visualizations don't work very well because the thought matrix is faulty. Mm -hmm. Now, we'll explain that. In a more modern term, I would say that when people are practicing, they say here, visualizations and thought matrix, we're talking about uh, manifestation by describing, designing what you want, mm. and then doing a manifestation practice towards it. Mm. This is what she's saying. And what she's saying here is, because the thought matrix is faulty, she's saying that all of the emotional baggage that mm. we have mm. doesn't always match the plan. So is, am I right in thinking, Heather, um, just to clear this for our listeners and myself, that in essence, it could be said or it seems that um, one kind of defective element of the law of attraction is that it's quite simplistic because it doesn't take account maybe for emotions that are swirling around in the subconscious. So when you actually come to manifesting, maybe on the surface at least, you do get what you desire, but then... <laughs> be careful of what you wish for, be careful of what is you where wish the for. phrase comes in, yeah, sure. uh, without any doubt. Mm. Because if you are trying to manifest uh, something uh, that will you think will enable your world to work better, mm. and you're trying to manifest it with a practice of drawing it, writing down about it, burning it as in Native American, burn, burning it outside in a pot or a cauldron or something mm. or doing prayers or chanting <clears throat> yeah um or um putting it on your on your on your kitchen cupboard door and seeing it every day there's so many ideas and and, and processes nowadays mm. Mm. remember they are all a magic process sure. um they're magic and it's that's not negative no. they're all magic but by doing that, if underneath that you have, shall I say for an example, the emotions driving it that are of a, a completely different mm. or a different, uh, a different aspiration, mm. then you're going to get a mix of the two. So you mean they're not aligned, basically? Well, you're going to get a little bit of what you're trying to manifest plus an opposite. Whatever mm. that emotion is... Mm that is deferent, in deference, shall we say, to, to what you're trying to manifest, you're mm. going to get a mixture of the two, and you'll not understand even that you're getting a mixture of a the two. A phrase that I've come up with, which I quite like, is the phrase, clean house, or to clean house. In other words, before yeah. you start on the manifestation process, yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, would you say then, Heather, as a, a, you know, a shamanic practitioner, a counsellor, a life coach, would you advise our listeners before they set out on the process of manifestation to you know to to go on their own path of healing to to make you know some of their um how should we say some of their darkness or some of their unconscious desires and or baggage their emotions, as we call it these or baggage days. negative baggage bring that, yeah. would you say it's important for them to bring that to their into their awareness yeah th this is it to manifest well mm. it does help tremendously mm. it does help tremendously to um 
take a good look at self. Mm. And in the old-fashioned, way, way back in the days of Dolores Ashcroft here and other such teachers and um, spiritual teachers and mediums, excuse me a minute, <coughs> um, that you would never, ever be taught to do something like this mm. until you've, like you said, cleaned house first. You'd, you'd, you'd be taken through a whole load of trainings and you'd have to go through the exercises, the tasks of going through those trainings. Mm. Because, to get to the phrase that we all know, man know thyself or mm. woman know thyself, mm. to know thyself. Um, although I will say that there are people that have not done that mm. who have manifested their dream. Can mm. I give you an example? Yeah, please. little anecdote here. Mm. Um, uh, one particular um, was uh, of a lottery winner way back way way back. UK lottery here yes UK, yeah. UK lottery winner yeah it was a man who was um, living off of uh, benefits he wasn't working at the time so he was being giving money by the state mm. to to live with in a, a small uh, shall I say flat very very small flat mm. that was damp mm. didn't really have much in the way of furniture I understand in it mm. Um, and he had very little money to take him through the week, every mm. week. Mm. Um, he was so down on his luck, he was so down rock bottom, and he couldn't find, a, couldn't seem to find a way back up again. Mm. Um, so every time, I, th I don't know what he did during the day, but he would go out during the day, um, and then he would come in at the end of the day, um, and at the end of the day, he would sit down because, of course, he didn't have things like television. There mm. wasn't the money. He would sit down in a rather uncomfortable circumstances to be in and envisage the day he won, won the lottery. Every mm. week he bought one a one-pound ticket mm. and he would envisage. Now, on his way home to the flat every day, he walked past houses mm. that as you could say he envied but there were three houses in particular mm. that he always said if he won the lottery he would buy those houses without mm. any doubt mm. so he would go home he, he 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 would sit down and he would envisage mm. himself having won the lottery then walking up the garden path knocking on the door, speaking to the owners mm. and offering them money for their house that they couldn't possibly refuse mm. and buying a house from them. So each one of those, he spent a very, very long time doing that mm. every day <clears throat> and man of, and uh, so he, he grew the picture so that he could see it quite clearly. He didn't change it, he just developed it and developed it and developed it. And visualized it and it was a form of comfort for him mm. especially as not having the television to watch or, or anything like that mm. of course there came the day when he won the lottery mm. and he literally I believe also not only <coughs> did he actually walk up those garden paths spoke to the owners and and offered them uh, a price for their house they couldn't possibly refuse and bought all three of them mm. in that manifestation uh, workup he also envisaged a yacht and mm. buying a yacht. Well, believe it or not, he was interviewed on television sitting on his yacht mm. 
and he was asked, did you buy those three houses? And he said, yes, of course I did. So, I mean, the man obviously had a lot of emotional struggles going on sure. with him. So oh, yeah. what, that's what we call negative baggage. Mm. But he, he worked on it for such a long period of time and didn't sway from the development. He, he literally solidified, solidified this. Mm. So I think that took him, it took him a very long time, mm. a very long time of daily practice. Mm. So even with negative, you can manifest. Mm. Whether he took along any unpleasant baggage sure. that manifested at the same time that, that um, uh, appeared at a later date, I don't know. Maybe if he hears me this, he could let us know. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> but um, I remember seeing him being interviewed on television with his, with, with his yacht. <clears throat> So, so you can manifest, but my goodness, this man dedicated himself every day for a very long period I mean, of time. Would you say, Heather, though, in the main, even if people do manifest um, things of a material nature, <clears throat> they will tend to come to the understanding that those material things don't necessarily provide them with peace and contentment, and that yearning, if you like, still remains... <laughs> I think the journey is to go and find things to manifest with, mm. to work on manifestation, because I do believe that you gain an understanding of your empowerment as a human being and mm. a spirit being, a soul on this earth. Mm. But the journey really takes you to a great deal of learning. Mm. Um, so I think that by going on this journey... Um, we go through explorations and it's a bit like being a detective sure, yeah. learning about self finding mm. out I want to say a bit more about detective as well but the exploration of the journey literally does take you mm. on such great awarenesses of what really is important to you what really you need what would make a difference and eventually I think people do get to a stage where it isn't materialistic stuff they want to manifest, sure, they sure. want to understand what peace is, harmony sure, is, sure. Um, um, etc. So, so I it, think it's an important journey. So would you say then that becoming more conscious of what you're manifesting, a big part of that is the desire to manifest maybe what you need rather than what you want, rather than what you want in terms of, as you were saying, peace, yeah, yeah. balance, harmony, health, yeah wisdom but yeah. i mean for a lot of us we've got to go on quite a journey to yeah. get to that point. i think we have to start with what we want yes yeah, yeah. Um, it's and, a good start and, and work and work on work on this mm. and then i think we can get to the place of what we need and i think when we get to a place of what we need we found out so much about ourselves mm. that we can then work on manifestation and bring those needs so that whatever materialism is around is enough mm. Um, and we can become more joyful, mm. more expanded. Mm. And the only way to do that is to go through a process of being your own detective. That's what mm. I wanted to say earlier. It's an investigation mm. as you go through this journey, and it's well worth doing. Mm. The other thing I want to add to that is <clears throat> that um, we are manifesting all the time, all of us, because yeah. it's part of the nature and if you read Dolores mm. Ashcroft, you'll find out that she explains that it's in direct connection with the astral world. So we've got the the earth world, shall we say, mm. three-dimensional world, as you, as you suggested. Mm. But we also are totally connected with the astral world. 
um, although there might be further developments of, of, of titles for that dimension, shall we say, the astral dimension, nowadays to, to that that she puts in a book. Mm. But it's you that those two vibrations together is where we manifest. Mm. And the whole idea is we're supposed to be manifesting. Mm. We're, we're making all of our thoughts all the time, our emotions... And it's getting to know those, so it's being our own investigating into mm. what's going on with us, rather than manifesting chaotically and without any realisation that we're doing it. Mm. So instead of saying, my world is doing this to me, my life is doing this to me, you begin to realise that you're doing it to your life, yeah. and you are, are making this happen. And that's that means then that if you then take that road into investigating more of what you are and what you need and what you want and what you don't want, what you're afraid of, mm. the more you start to manifest a, a more um, advanced awareness of self, shall mm. we say, or the spirit mm. or the soul, we, yeah. we advance. And, and whatever we do with that then it is more productive. Would you say, Heather, then what you're describing in essence perhaps is... Uh... A transfer from an outward form of manifestation to a more inward expression. Because if we relate yeah. back to things like yeah. peace, tranquility, yeah. balance, health, wisdom, yeah. harmony, they tend to be very yeah. internal. Type. I think for people that have achieved that, they've been on that long journey and achieved it, it's not the thing that you hear shouted from the no, rooftop, sure. oh, I've manifested peace to and harmony. No, it's in their beingness. Yes, yeah. yeah, so yeah. you hear less about it. Mm. So... Um, there, but I, so there. I believe Pete, that there are people who have got to a stage of realization. Mm. Um, Jim Carrey, I think, is one of them. Believe it or not, look him up online. Mm. Uh, Jim Carrey. There are others. They 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 get to an understanding mm. of, of what that is, um, but it's rarely shouted from the rooftops as if you've won the lottery no, sure. by manifesting. That's yeah. shouted from the rooftop. Mm. But I do believe there's a whole load of people, which is what this is all about, in between, that have had a go at some of the methods and it hasn't really worked. Mm. And so this is about why it hasn't worked. Mm. It hasn't worked because sometimes uh, the method isn't distinct enough. Sure. The method's really important. Mm. Um that the more you look at the old way of doing things when they're talking about visualising form mm. and bringing form into matter, mm. which they called magic and we call manifestation, some of the methods are too simplistic. Yeah. They're not understanding the detail that you have to go to. Mm. Um, and there's a lot of that happening. Mm. Um, so what I'm saying is manifestation is what we're doing all the time. It mm. is the most natural thing. It would be nice if there was more knowledge or more detailed teaching, I think, mm. for people to understand how they can manifest. And yes, go through what you, would, what you think that you want or what you think you need mm. and go through those processes. Um, very, I mean... Can, um, and I will say, when you said it at the beginning, that could you read the title out again, please? The title, yeah, sure. Of this particular show. Yeah, I tried manifestation. Why isn't it working for me? And I was dying to say, because you're paying the wrong person. <laughs> <laughs> right at the beginning. <laughs> you, uh, pay, pay the vicar. Absolutely. <laughs> pay the canon, pay the priest. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> sure. Like they used to. Yeah, like yeah. they used to. But, um, 
But um, no, no, that 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 had to be said. I'm sorry. Um, Heather, just as we're coming up to round up this episode, I just want to um, really question you on something that's just come to my mind about how we hear that the universe, the universe will kind of give a, give a bit of a nod and a wink and an assistance when people are trying to manifest something that's going to lead to a greater good. So maybe we're back to our healing centre. It is said so that little bit of money will come in just at the right time to pay for the accommodation or, you know, that particular teacher might turn up just at the right time as that person's trying to set up that centre. What is your take on this, this understanding that the universe, you know, can see if someone is trying to manifest consciously for, shall we say, a greater good for the whole of humanity? And it's almost like, it's a very simplistic way of looking at it, they get a little bit of a helping hand. What, what, is, your, what is your take on that? I think we have I think I think we have a partnership between mm. manifestation nature mm. the astral whatever we have a partnership because we are a part of it sure there isn't a separation mm. the trouble is we see ourselves as separate from the rest of it because mm. of the skin that covers mm. the flesh mm. and that becomes our focus and but we're not really separate mm. you know where we know yeah, now the way I said it you know, the universe will help us. We yeah. are the universe. <clears throat> we are the universe. So, yeah. If we, if we really are. We mm. are. We, we, we're putting this energy out all the time with mm. all of our thoughts and our emotions, which is the form of creation. Mm. Definitely, which is, of course, manifestation. That's, mm. that's what we're doing all the time. Mm. So I think there are periods of time when people can be assured when they're looking for... Uh, a help in something mm. I think it can happen mm. but I think it has a lot to do with what's priming it mm. uh, so I don't think it's the universe that's doing it I think it's the cooperation within e the individuals cosmos. and the energy mm. their matrix their cosmos mm. and the game that's going on uh, the... and a periods of time and I think it has a lot to do with the your astrological I was just say that of course yeah yeah say well no I was gonna say of course there are there are other factors we haven't spoken about today. Yes, yeah. It, uh, which, which the old teaching of the mystical mystical schools taught you done. right the way through the whole thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's what that's what they were for. So, so to jump all that teaching and go straight to manifestation means you you literally are missing out on mm. the bigger picture, all mm. of the factors that go to make this. Sure. It's there to learn, but most a, a lot of modern teaching jumps you right yeah. to the end point rather mm. than take you through. I don't know that, uh, uh, you know, it does take a lot of patience and dedication to go through all these teachings, mm. but it does give you the knowledge on, on how this all works. Mm. Um, and I think it's worthy of learning more. Sure. But yes, P, there's sometimes the astrological um, energy mm. that's happening around a particular person at the time, their, their um, astrological chart will tell them when manifestation is more likely to happen sure, yeah, and yeah. sometimes it isn't so there are times when things slip in quite nicely mm. and there are times when they don't mm. and so it doesn't happen all the time to but, everybody I mean, that's what we're saying just to round up here um is that you need that whole holistic picture if you're gonna... it helps tremendously because yeah. otherwise you're missing an, an understanding mm. and that's why sometimes it doesn't work mm. yeah so yeah, um, just to remind our listeners that really what we've done today is provide a real tiny kind of snapshot 
into um, the law of attraction and manifestation and and in future episodes we might explore different aspects maybe uh, yeah. in terms of linking in astrology the tarot we may well do that might we yeah the, i mean the tarot is known as the silver key mm. which comes from again the the, the earlier mystical schools mm. uh, the astrology is known as the golden key right so it it that really and i think we bypass I mean, the I, from my experience, because of course I'm, I teach tarot sure. and I read tarots, yeah. um, and my understanding of what happens is there's very few people now that teach that it's part of the mystical school to take mm. you through this understanding of manifestation. Mm. Mm. Um, that, 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 that you need to understand those and how they work to enable them to happen. So the tarot cards, for instance, has just become a look into my future for me. Mm. Which, are, which is a misinterpretation of what they're for, really. Sure. And um, astrology, um, I don't think, is seen as the doorway to opening up the truth to yourself mm. and therefore how to walk your journey mm. within that. Um, mm. and that's, I think, that again, that's such an <laughs> subject is enormous and I'm sure. going to stop there as I, a result. I hope we've given our listeners ever some indication, you know, if they're experiencing frustration at not being able to manifest certain things or even you know and in a state of equanimity if you like yeah hopefully we've given yeah. them some insight and and you know different subject areas to go away and do their own research but I, i'll add to that that yeah. um i'm not going to tell a whole story but i knew of somebody a young man who did a little bit of simple magic shall mm. we say from mm. one of the magic books mm. to bring to him what would be the most ideal female that he could... That, they exist, do they? <laughs> well, yeah, a, a, a within a few days... perfect partner of either sex exists, apparently. Within it? a few days, he couldn't believe the gorgeous young wow. lady he met. Right. He was over the moon. He told me this story. He was absolutely over the moon. Mm. Couldn't believe it. Was convinced he was going to... He was totally in love, and mm. they were going to be together forever. Um, but within a very short period of time mm. they began to see the parts of each other that he the didn't cracks like. Were appearing. <coughs> Excuse me. <coughs> so while he got <coughs> he got one la layer of it, mm. the other layer he hadn't taken care of in sure. his work on manifestation. Sure. In fact he didn't even know about it. Sure. He didn't even know about it. Sure. Um, therefore, it actually turned very sour, sadly. So he hadn't done enough tracking, Heather. There you go. The investigation <laughs> hadn't been done, and man, the man didn't know himself <laughs> as well as he could have perfectly done. Perfectly put, perfectly put. Just a warning to everybody. Right, excellent. <laughs> well, thank you all for joining us for this part three of our series, Walk a Mile in My Moccasins. There'll be more on the way soon, won't there, Heather? We're yes. going to go. We're going to go through many more questions and queries that Heather gets. Mm. Common questions and queries as a as a counselor, shamanic practitioner, and life coach. So we hope you've enjoyed this episode. Just to end on, if you want to connect with us, um, please do visit our Discerning Consciousness Facebook page. You can message us there with ideas for future shows or your opinions of any of our um, current shows. So we'll be delighted. Um, to get your input so yeah thanks again for listening and we're signing off now goodbye goodbye <laughs>